Today is March the 17th, and this is the Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. My name is Blake Farley. Every time I start this podcast, the air conditioner tries to turn on, so uh, it just feels like perfect timing always. So you guys are probably used to that background noise, but it drives me a little bit nuts. Anyways, that is neither here nor there. As always, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, and we're going to read Numbers chapter 26, verses 1 through 51 for our Old Testament reading today. Numbers chapter 26, beginning in verse 1. After the plague had ended, the Lord said to Moses and to Eliziar, son of Aaron, the priest, from the whole community of Israel, record the names of all the warriors by their families. List all the men, 20 years old or older, who are able to go to war. So there on the plains of Moab, beside the Jordan River, across from Jericho, Moses and Eliziar, the priest, issued these instructions to the leaders of Israel. List all the men of Israel, 20 years old or older, just as the Lord commanded Moses. Excuse me, 20 years old and older, just as the Lord commanded Moses. This is the record of all the descendants of Israel who came out of Egypt. These were the clans descended from the sons of Reuben, Jacob's oldest son. The Hanunite clan named after their ancestor Hanok. The Polonite clan named after their ancestor Palu. The Hezronite clan named after their ancestor Hezron. The Carmonite clan named after their ancestor Carmi. These were the clans of Reuben. Their registered troops numbered 43,730. Palu was the ancestor of Eleb, and Eleb was the father of Namil, Dathan, and Armim. This Dathan and Armim are the same community leaders who conspired with Korab against Moses and Aaron, rebelling against the Lord. But the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed them with Korah, and fire devoured 250 of their followers. This served as a warning to the entire nation of Israel. However, the sons of Korah did not die that day. These were the clans descended from the sons of Simeon. Geminite clan, named after their ancestor Jemul. The Geminite clan, named after their ancestor Jamin. The Jaconite clan, named after their ancestor Jakin. The Zoharite clan, named after their ancestor Zorah. The Shalonite clan, named after their ancestor Shal. These were the clans of Simeon. Their registered troops numbered 22,200. These were the clans descended from the sons of Gad. Zephonite clan, named after their ancestor Zephon. The Haganite clan, named after their ancestor Haggai. The Shunite clan, named after their ancestor Shuni. The Ozanite clan, named after their ancestor Ozani. The Aaronite clan, named after their ancestor Eri. The Arodonite clan, named after their ancestor Arodiah. The Arielite clan, named after their ancestor Ariliah. These were the clans of Gad, the registered troops, numbered 40,500. Judah had two sons, Ur and Onan, who had died in the land of Canaan. These were the clans descended from Judah's surviving sons. The Shelonite clan, named after their ancestor Shelah. The Prezenite clan, named after their ancestor Perez. The Zeronite clan, named after their ancestor Zerah. These were the subclans descended from the Prezerites. The Hezronites, named after their ancestor Hezron. The Helamolites, named after their ancestor Hamul. These were the clans of Judah. Their registered troops numbered 76,500. These were the clans descended from the sons of Issachar, the Tolanite clan named after their ancestor Tola, the Puanite clan named after their ancestor Puah, the Jeshunite clan named after their ancestor Jeshbub, the Shimonite clan named after their ancestor Shimron. These were the clans of Issachar. Their registered troops numbered 64,300. These were the clans descended from the sons of Zebulun, the Seredonite clan named after their ancestor Sered, the Elonite clan named after their ancestor Elon, the Jelonite clan named after their ancestor Jehalim. These were the clans of Zebulun. Registered troops numbered 60,500. Two clans were descended from Joseph through Manasseh and Ephraim. These were the clans descended from Manasseh. 
the Americanite clan named after their ancestor Makir, the Gilidonite clan named after their ancestor Gilead, Makir's son. These were the subclans descended from the Gilidites, the Lazarites named from their ancestor Lazir, the Helikites named after their ancestor Helek, the Asterites named after their ancestor Ezreal, the Shelemanites named after their ancestor Shechem, the Shedemanites named after their ancestor Shedemiah, the Hephanerites named after their ancestor Hefner, one of Hefner's descendants, Zelophehad, had no sons, but his daughters named names were Mela, Noah, Hogla, Mikalama, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh, the registered troops number 52,700. These were the clans descended from the sons of Ephraim, the Shulamite clan named after their ancestor Shulamitiah, the Barakanite clan named after their ancestor Bekir, the Tananite clan named after their ancestor Tanah. This was the subclan descended from the Shulamites, the Aaronites named after their ancestors Aran. These were the clans of Ephraim, their registered troops number 32,500. These were the clans of Manasseh and Ephraim, and were all descended descendants of Joseph. These were the clans descended from the sons of Benjamin. The Bilanite clan named after their ancestor Bilah. The Ashbelite clan named after their ancestor Ashbel. The Amraphanite clan named after their ancestor Arham. The Shufanite clan named after their ancestor Shufam. The Hufanite clan named after their ancestor Hufam. These were the subclans descended from the Bilanites. The Ardenites named after their ancestor Ard. The Nemanites named after their ancestor Naaman. These were the clans of Benjamin. Their registered troops numbered 45,600. These were the clans descended from the sons of Dan. The Shumanite clan, named after their ancestor Shuman. These were the Shumanite clans of Dan. Their registered troops numbered 64,400. These were the clans descended from the sons of Asher. The Imanite clan, named after their ancestor Imnah. The Ishmaelite clan, named after their ancestor Ishvi. The Baronite clan, named after their ancestor Berah. These were the subclans descended from the Barites. The Herbanites, named after their ancestor Habir. The Melikanites, named after their ancestor Melikil. The Asher also had a daughter named Sirah. These were the clans of Asher. Their troops, the registered troops, numbered 53,400. These were the clans descended from the sons of Nephtali. Jezonite clan, named after their ancestor Jezeel. The Gunanite clan, named after their ancestor Guni. The Jezerite clan, named after their ancestor Jazir. The Shilamite clan, named after their ancestor Shilim. These were the clans of Nephtali. Their registered troops numbered 45,400. In summary, the registered troops of all Israel numbered 601,730. That concludes our Old Testament reading for today. Again, we're beginning to see why the book of Numbers is called the book of Numbers. It is a lot of numbers. Yeah, this is what you would expect, right? <laughs> Luke chapter 2, verse 36 through 52 is our New Testament reading today. Anna, a prophet was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Peniel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth in Galilee. There the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was on him. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth. But Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first. 
because they assumed he was among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. His parents didn't know what to think. Son, his mother said to him, Why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been frantic, searching for you everywhere. But why did you need to search, he asked. Didn't you know that I must be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he meant. Like, Jesus, quit back talking your mama. That's probably what Mary was thinking. <laughs> Verse 51. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. That verse has always been one of the most amazing to me. It shows the humanity of Jesus. Yes, he is fully God, but he was fully human. He went through everything we went through. Jesus grew. He grew. He matured in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. God, when he took on flesh, completely humbled himself, as Philippians 2 would say. Though he had the power of God, he did not see it as something to be exploited. He laid down his divinity, and he had to grow in wisdom. Now, I mean, he was still God, so i got to be careful by saying he laid down his divinity, but he, he laid down all the privileges that are tied with divinity and, uh, and, and was human like you and I. Why? So that he would live the righteous life we could not live and die the death we deserve to die so that we might be right with God. And he rose again three days later, and he invites us into the same resurrection power. Right now, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we become more and more like him, and we are being restored, and the world is being restored around us. And we await the day in which, ultimately, the resurrection will be true for us, too. And uh, when Jesus returns, all the saints who have passed will rise, and we will live with Jesus in the new and restored world, and that will be a glorious day. Yes, and amen. Moving on to our Proverbs reading for the day. It's Proverbs chapter 11, verse 15. There's danger in putting up security for a stranger's debt. It's safer not to guarantee another person's debt. Dave Ramsey would fully agree with that proverb. <laughs> psalm 60 is our psalm of the day. We'll be reading it in a posture of prayer. This is the 60th psalm. For the choir director, a psalm of David, useful for teaching. Regarding the time, David fought Arman, Nahariam, and Aram, Zoba, And Joab returned and killed 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt to be sung to the tune, Lily of the Testimony, verse 1. You have rejected us, O God, and broken our defenses. You have been angry with us. Now restore us to your favor. You have shaken our land and split it open. Seal the cracks, for the land trembles. You have been very hard on us, making us drink wine that sent us reeling. But you have raised a banner for those who fear you, a rallying point in the face of attack. Interlude. Now rescue your beloved people. Answer and save us by your power. God has promised this by his holiness. I will divide up Shechem with joy. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh too. Ephraim, my helmet, will produce my warriors, and Judah, my scepter, will produce my kings. But Moab, my washbasin, will become my servant, and I will wipe my feet on Edom and shout and triumph over Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who will bring me victory over Edom? Have you rejected us, O God? Will you no longer march with our armies? Oh, please help us against our enemies. For all human help is useless. With God's help, we will do mighty things, for he will trample down our foes. Lord, we need your help to do anything. And I am so grateful that as a part of the gospel, you sent your Holy Spirit to guide us, your people. So Lord, please help us be attentive and uh, have our listening ears on, if you will, as we seek to see where you might guide us. 
Let us be living within your will. And it is in your name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for today's podcast and hope to see you back here tomorrow as we continue our journey reading through the Bible together.